Hi, all you hungry people out there. Welcome to Hungry Cat Daily with Nick and Lance. My name is Nick, and joined as always by Lance. How's it, Lance, how's it going? It's going great, Nick. How are you doing? Good. It's been a long time, huh? Yeah, I've since had a baby, and it's grown to be 11 months old. Yeah, well, we did episodes, in, or maybe you weren't there for those episodes I that we did. I don't think I was there for those. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> welcome back. Um, and uh, we have a special guest today uh, who is uh, one of the uh, co-creators of the Found Footage Festival and uh, featured in the uh, documentary Chop and Steal, Nick Oh, I never didn't ask you to pronounce that last name. Oh, it's Brewer. Brewer. Yeah, Brewer. you got it. Yep. Well done. Yeah, it's like Brewer, but uh, with a P. Well, thank you for joining us, Nick. Uh, so you do the Found Footage Festival. Has, has Garfield ever popped up in the Found Footage Festival? Um, I don't think so. I, you know, but we we started doing this um, YouTube series during lockdown called um, Saturday Morning Cartoons, where we watch kind of. Usually really forgettable, um, regrettable cartoons from the 80s that sort of slipped through the cracks. Uh, but we did watch the Garfield Halloween special um, one year, which I oh, think is, yeah. is legit good. Um, but we watched it for uh, preservation's sake. And I believe YouTube took that episode down, so we had to, <laughs> we had to trim it way back to get it within fair use. But yeah, it was fun to revisit <laughs> those old uh, Garfield animated specials because i i think that was my primary i mean i read the sunday comics every week but um i was more of a fan of the cartoon the cartoon was great i think i mean i haven't i haven't revisited it in a long time but i i loved it so you've seen have you watched any of the episodes of the actual show have they held up at all yeah um i think we want to watch like a garfield and friends one too which was like i think it had u.s acres was the second half of it you know it would be like little 15 minute episodes yeah. that fill the block and um i remember being a little bit confused by u.s acres the cartoon <laughs> uh the animated cartoon um but yeah you know i think the the lorenzo music is the iconic voice of garfield of course and great um, voice yeah he just completely nailed garfield's demeanor uh so that that's what i remember about the cartoon I feel like they, you've just said in one minute what we've been trying to say for years on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Cartoon's good. Yeah. <laughs> Lorenzo Music's good. Yeah. I just, it's like, um, I don't know, like the the strip, you're almost spoiled by having too much content, but the specials were, you know, you'd see the, the logo of a, a special coming on and, you know, like the peanut special or something. It was like a, a big event when there was a new garfield cartoon special for a holiday or something and yeah or on a saturday morning you know what else were you gonna do <laughs> i i think that halloween one had some actually scary moments too with that old man <laughs> yeah. it's true yeah we rewatched it and first of all the animation is, is pretty cool like there's a lot of cool shading and shadows which you never see in you know animation uh especially on tv but yeah it was pretty creepy and pretty uh pretty alarming uh that kids were watching that i, I guess i also wanted to mention yeah i saw your documentary at fantastic fest last year chop and steal uh and i guess i just wanted to say it was really good <laughs> i really liked it <laughs> oh yeah uh, thanks when i we're, we're the subjects of it we didn't direct it but it's right about, right, right yeah. it's about us and um it's always a little um 
we you know we you trust the filmmaker he was a guy uh ben steinbauer who directed winnebago man which is about right. one of our favorite videos from our early days of touring that a crew member on this winnebago rv industrial video gave us all the footage and we cut together this guy kind of losing it you know during trying to <laughs> shoot a winnebago industrial video and uh became a big hit became a viral video it was a the centerpiece of our touring show in 2004 and um and yeah did, then you, did you guys popularize that that video was it like kind of you guys yeah the, the yeah oh wow i didn't know yeah. that the crew know. had you know the crew made their own version of their like the, that worked on the video had their private version that they would share with each other you know and so i think a couple some other edits like ended up on online as well but yeah i mean we that was sort of our our baby it was more of like a thing that people like just the crew knew about um and then we got our hands on it and kind of took it around on the road um but yeah he made a documentary about him he tracked him down hired a private investigator which we had never thought to do and uh found the guy and then that documentary ends with this this rv pitch man appearing at our show in san francisco and sort of confronting us and the people who are <laughs> laughing at his misery and uh but it was a very the the thing we were impressed about was that it had a lot of heart to it. The documentary did, and it was um, you know uh, it kind of really you got to know this guy behind this video, and um, and so we trusted that he would do a good job. Go ahead. I was going to ask Lance, have you seen Winnebago Man? I don't think I've seen the documentary. Yeah, I saw the documentary. I saw. I remember watching the uh, the the video when you guys did your touring show. I guess in like two thousand four, you guys came here to Austin, and I just happened to go there out, out randomly, and mm. that was incredible to see for the first time. It's fun to watch with an audience. That's what we loved about it. It would always close our show because everybody's had a bad day at work, but you just no one can articulate it the way that Jack Rebney did. Um, <laughs> And you know we get we get to we kept in touch with him and um, he passed away last year but uh, just oh. an icon he's on the found footage festival of Mount Rushmore um, and uh, so yeah and uh, when we were we had we were getting sued at one point uh, a few years ago and it, like we didn't know if we'd be able to continue what we were doing so we called up the Ben Steinbauer the filmmaker who we'd stayed in touch with and said, hey, we're getting sued. You might want to bring some cameras over here. Because <laughs> we, we wanted to document it, but we just didn't have the bandwidth because we were in panic mode. But uh, so, yeah, he uh, had crew and came out and shot us for about four years as we were going through this really pretty dramatic time for our goofy careers. <laughs> and it was, uh, you, you were getting sued because of these uh, pranks you did on uh, local morning uh, talk shows where you dressed up as Chop and Steel to uh weightlifter kind of character yeah that... right yeah so for, for those who haven't haven't seen it or heard about it what um you know like you mentioned we've been touring since 2004 and and my partner joe and i have known each other since we were 10 so we have very little to talk about anymore and um <laughs> so when we're on the road you know 120 days a year we dare each other to do dumb things in public or you know it we have nothing left to do. So uh, we would go on these local morning news shows and to promote our show. We would, like found footage festivals in Sacramento. We'd go on like Good Morning Sacramento and show some clips and try to get people to come out. But we realized very early on that none of these news people were paying any attention to 
you know, anything. They would sometimes forget we were booked or they would get the name of the show wrong. And so we just started entertaining ourselves, you know, like Joe, we did something called a two word phrase challenge where they'd be like, and we're on in three, two. And then Joe or I would, we'd whisper something to each other, like two words that you'd have to use together as a phrase. So Joe would be like, uh, you know, it'd be like three, two, one. And Joe would say basketball murderers. And I'd be like, oh, great. You know, <laughs> how am I going to work this in seamlessly? But every time, you know, it was like so easy because they're just trying to move along and have like, they're basically the perfect straight man. You know, like even towards the yeah. end of that one, I was like, I hadn't thought of a way to work it in. And he goes, so who are the kinds of people who make these videos? And I was like, ah, <laughs> you know, they could be crazy. They could be basketball murderers for all we know. But the videos are, you know, <laughs> and you just keep talking and nobody thinks anything what? of it. Well, Nick, we're going to look at a Garfield comic strip one uh, panel at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and uh, I'm going to text Lance a two word two words that hopefully he'll be able to work into the, uh, the recap. That's a great <laughs> okay. idea. Let's see if we can detect it. Okay. Well, uh, let's uh, let's get into the recap. Okay. Okay. So, uh, Lance, can you go ahead and recap this uh, this panel? Sure. Uh, we've got a um, uh, pretty, I'd say, 80s or 90s looking Garfield sitting on a purple recliner uh, in front of his classic tube television on top of a yellow stand and uh, two red buttons on that bad boy. And uh, the TV is saying, here we are in a real factory, boys and girls. Let's see what we can learn, dot, dot, dot. And Nick, I chose this comic strip because it has TV in it. <laughs> and, yeah. And you guys do TV. I, I feel right at home. Thank you. Well curated. Do you, do you still have like a, a an old-fashioned CRT TV like this? Yeah, we have a, a couple of those units that were uh, CRT TVs with the VCR built in. Oh, you know, man. I've been looking for one of those. I've been looking for one for free. I mean, I could probably buy one for like 100 bucks or something. But they used to, I feel like they used, to, they used to be everywhere. They, mm-hmm. Like they were in every dorm room, they were yeah. on every like curb. People getting rid of them now. Now people are now you got to pay for them. I know it's too bad. They, they were littering thrift stores, which is where we got a lot of them. But yeah, now I think you'd have to buy them on eBay or something. I got I got an old CRT TV sitting in my bedroom with like a VCR hooked up to it. But man, the space I could save if I had them <laughs> if I had a two in one unit, it would be. Have so much more room. In oh, there. it was a brilliant idea. Yeah, and have you ever seen like the Shrek one they put out that has like the Shrek ears and is in the shape <laughs> I of think Shrek? I have, yeah, I've seen it, that one. It became a meme. I think like you know, I always thought it'd be fun to get one of those and play like, uh, you know, like five easy pieces on it, or you know, like uh, <laughs> yeah. ordinary people on a Shrek TV. But um, but the uh, uh, yeah, some meme went around of talking about it, and now. One just came up on eBay for thirteen hundred dollars. Oh, oh my, my god! god. <laughs> but there's like, yeah, there. I like those novelty ones that are like, uh, there was a Barbie one, there was like a Mickey Mouse one, and uh, I, I think just the possibilities are endless for the incongruous things you could be playing on one of those novelty. Yeah, TV I mean, it's almost like combos. those old Teddy Ruxpins where you could just play. You know, you could play like Van Halen on a Teddy Ruxpin cassette. Oh player. yes, yeah, exactly, yeah. I had a tiny, maybe six-inch, seven-inch screen one uh, in in the late '90s, and I watched uh, for the first time Barry Lyndon, the letterboxed version, 
<laughs> so the like, way it was meant to be seen. Yeah. Like a five total total five inch area that actually yeah. has a movie on it. <laughs> I'm sure those candlelit scenes showed up really well on that. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to panel two. Oh, no. Okay, so, <laughs> Nick, can you uh, describe this one for us? Well, Garfield is still in his uh, recliner watching TV, but now he looks alarmed because a jagged uh, speech bubble coming out of the TV is saying, "arg," and then we hear sound effects, whap, whap, whap. Yeah. Do you think he's, I mean, looks like he's jerking off, right? Or it sounds like <laughs> someone on <laughs> the TV is jerking off? Yeah. Whap, whap. Maybe that's why Garfield's alarmed. That would make sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lance? You think he's jerking off on the TV? Uh, the the character on the TV? Yeah, I think that's what okay. it's very much meant to be. Or did you think Garfield was? No, no, no. The sounds coming from the TV. Okay. Now, my guess would that this would be Binky the Clown, um, who is also alarming in animated form. You know, but because yes. he's talking about boys and girls, let's learn in the first panel, right? So maybe it's like an, the educational clown, but something has gone wrong for Binky. Yes. That's a really good uh, guess. I mean, what? Well, yeah. I think I think they because I was looking at this week's worth of comics and I think in the previous comics strip they call him like Uncle Roy or something. But he's he's <laughs> definitely like that kind of like kids TV show host that oh. I guess doesn't exist anymore, but the Binky the Clown was like a similar thing. Okay. Did you have one of those Nick growing up like a a local TV show kids um, kind of guy? I grew up just south of uh, Madison, Wisconsin, and so we got all the Chicago uh, clown content. So we had Bozo oh, so. uh, from WGN there. Uh, we had yeah, WGN we, and Bozo as well in, in, in San Antonio, Texas, <laughs> for some reason. odd. We're, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so you grew up with the same Bozo, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I was I met somebody recently from Chicago, and they were telling me that they did the they got to do the, the 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 toss the ball thing at the end, where you toss the ball into a the grand prize game. Yeah, yeah, they wow. actually got to do it. That was always like my fantasy <laughs> to go well, on <laughs> play yeah, beer pong, ta- basically. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, and and talking about local news, like whenever we're in Chicago, we go on WGN, and they still have the Bozo Studio there that has some of the you know original oh, cool. like murals and things on there. They have a big mural of Bozo there, and. Um, and yeah, so we get to see some of the memorabilia and stuff. And the la- the last time we were on, I don't know where Joe was, my partner, but I, I was just doing it solo. And um, the other guest on the morning show was Tiffany, the singer. Whoa. Okay, Wait, Whoa. this was recently though. Or yeah, within recently. the last within the last five years, you know. Okay. Um, and so I have a picture of me and Tiffany on the set of the old Bozo show, where with Bozo in the background, <laughs> uh, yeah, as a as a painting. But yeah. That's a, that's a one of the most surreal moments. So they just like they just don't tear it down because people want to see it, or yeah, or, think, or are they still producing yeah. shows. They still make sure like their morning shows there. They do like remotes in there, so the studio's still there. Like you know they don't have the grand prize game in the stand. Okay, anything, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you oh, know yeah. some yeah. of the infrastructure is still there, and uh, they they a lot of people who when they go to WGN they want to see the memorabilia. So there's a lot of stuff behind glass from from the Bozo show. Yeah. I mean, some of the like prizes 
where like you know like candy and like delicious chicory and like <laughs> a bike was usually the last thing it was like either a bike or a a hot wheel or um yeah delicious chicory seems like an unusual one that almost seems like <laughs> two, two words that um yeah i got a mystical there. dancer would make up oh yeah yeah no that's a good word for it yeah a mystical dancer yeah. Lance. okay yeah. we well we got through both of our two words <laughs> what? in rapid succession. Oh, I had no and idea. You, fa- you found them real quick, Nick. You're a pro at those. <laughs> yeah, well, right. yeah, it's a uh, game recognizes game. <laughs> okay, well, let's move on to the final panel. Um, I'll tell you describe this one. So the TV is now saying, shut this thing off. It's like... It's curse words, but they're censored in the way that they do in comic strips. And Garfield is thinking, Uncle Roy is learning never to wear loose clothing around big machinery. So something terrible happened. <laughs> something terrible happened. To Uncle <laughs> oh, Roy. no. I mean, he got his dick caught in the machine, right? Like, that's what it means, oh, that's... right? Oh. That's what the whap, whap, whap sound must have been. Yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. Wow. He must have cut Nick, off his do you think dick, that means to say, shut this darn thing off? <laughs> yeah, that has to be what it is. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 Lance. This this darn thing. So uh, there's a there's a word that we learned this because on our Saturday morning cartoons um, series we had a uh, um, the son of uh, Mark Walker, I believe, who did Beetle Bailey on, and he wrote a book about basically like a vocabulary of what comic you know tropes used in comic strips. And um, he coined the phrase "growlix" to describe the uh, symbols that take the place of swearing. G R A W L I X. There's a comedy team from Denver with that name. I, I guess that's where oh. they got it. Yeah, must must have been. But th- this is like an indispensable thing if you like uh, are a Sunday comic strip fan. I, f- I forget the name of the book, but um, yeah, this book by uh, Mort Walker, Mar- I think, is his name. Yeah, yeah, I think that's who it is. We had like his son on who's kind of continued to draw the comics and yeah, but it's a really interesting book cuz it yeah, you see what all the tropes were from um all these strips and it finally, you know, comes up with a lexicon for it. It's great to have a names for stuff like that. Like what was the was it Sniglets? Was that what it was? The thing that Rich <laughs> yes. Hall put out in the 80s? Yep. Yeah. I loved that. It's just, oh, it's called the, Sniglet, the yeah. The Lexicon of Kamakana is the name of the book, and uh, it's pretty good. It's just got like, um, for example, for example, agitrons. Those are the wiggly lines around a shaking object or character. Oh, wow, that's great. That makes so we, much sense. That's great. To, I wish we should have had this for the entire run of our show, so we knew <laughs> yeah. what to. We just called the yeah. shaky lines and make it look great. like they're moving. We did. We did have a, a New Yorker comic strip. Uh, a New Yorker cartoonist on a show once he told us these things uh, that are that kind of make it look like shade at the bottom of the screen or the bottom of the panel here. That the, uh-huh. that's called a zip tone. So. Zip tone. Okay, that's cool. I, that's great. I like learning all this stuff. Oh, here's one of my favorite one. Pludes. P L E W D S. Pludes. Those are flying sweat droplets that appear around a character's head that's working hard or stressed. Wow, we talk about those so we often. Talk about those <laughs> so often. I wish we'd had the, that word. Kind of a yeah. recurring joke on the show is: Are they sweating or are they crying? We, we're never <laughs> sure which one. Yeah, it right. could be drooling. 
Yeah, um, well, take a look at this uh, this book. You might get some uh, have a new yeah. entirely new lexicon to use. For I'll this. have to order that, Nick. Uh, 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 real quick, are there any like uh, uh, famous? Are there, are there has has the Found Footage Festival ever featured something involving like one of these kids show hosts that that you? Rem- I mean, I think a famous one that I'm sure was not in the Found Footage Festival, but kind of predates it was Soupy Sales saying uh, that'll hold hold those little bit sons of bitches or something. That'll hold those little sobs. Yes, the, and I remember that was referenced on a Sim, the Simpsons episode. Yeah, the only reason I know it. it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of a children. I mean, we have so much children's content. Most of it's religious kids shows. You know, um, Gospel Bill and people like that that were you know kitty entertainer, cowboy kitty entertainers, but talking about Jesus and things like that. Um, a lot of puppets, you know, involved. So, yeah, we've certainly done our fair share of children's. Uh, video uh, hosts, but nothing like that was like a TV staple, I don't think. Okay. Well, had to ask. All right, let's move on to ratings. So, Nick, we rate these on a scale of zero to five trays of lasagna. What, what do you mm-hmm. think? Where, where, where would you put this one? I'm giving this four trays of lasagna because I like how dark it gets. I like yeah. that Uncle Roy has been horribly mangled by a, some sort of big machine. Um, and it only gets docked one tray of lasagna because the drawing is about as lazy as Jim Davis gets. It's just there's <laughs> barely any change to each panel. Okay, I, I like that four trays. I mean, I'm inclined to agree. Uh, but we we like to have some a few layers of precision. Mm. So I'm gonna go with uh, four point uh, four point three seven five trays of lasagna. Lance, how how do you feel about this one? Uh, I'm gonna go three point eight nine five on this one. Um, I, I do I, I do like it. I agree with the laziness. I think honestly, the, my favorite thing is Garfield's look at us when he's like giving his little like smug smiling delivery at the end. Yeah, I just good haven't point. seen that face in a while. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of the same face as the first panel, too. Lance, I forgot how to do this show. <laughs> <laughs> not like riding a bike? <laughs> no, it's not like riding a bike. Like, I, I feel like I would have, we would have pointed that out earlier. We, would, we barely talked about the comic. Anyway. All right, let's move, let's move on to uh, ranking. So, uh, Nick, we have a spread. <laughs> See, I feel like we ranked this one maybe too high because this one comes in at number 13 all time. Wow. Oh, wow. Right? This doesn't feel like 13, does it, Lance? No. I mean, they usually suck. Usually they're bad, and this one's not that bad. Well, back when we were doing the show, we were doing like, you know, a handful a week, and we just got sick of Garfield, and I think we just rated everything real low. Yeah, but they were also bad, right? Yeah, they're also bad. Okay. What was number uh, one? Can I ask? Do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Um, I'll pull it up here. I don't remember. Oh, okay. Of course. It's, 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 you've probably seen this. It's a famous Garfield where uh, he, 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 he thinks he's drinking coffee, but he turns out he's drinking either, <laughs> either oh. puppy sperm or other dog sperm or <laughs> Jim Davis claims yeah, it's. That's pretty good. <laughs> Jim Davis claims that he was actually drinking some sort of like uh, like ho- hormone booster for dogs to make them to help them get pregnant. 
<laughs> right. So he's have a cup of coffee with this. You're going to give birth to a fine, healthy litter of puppies. And yeah. his, his face is like he just ate a lemon. Okay. Wow. You know, I don't I have, don't think I've seen that one before, but uh, that's solid. 1990. Okay. It was kind of a meme. Uh, and we reviewed yeah. it, I think, 12 times. <laughs> we yeah. we, we oh, went wow. through a number of episodes. Wow. We went no, through that's, a phase. That's solid. Yeah. You know, I think about, like, cartoonists doing a new strip every day even if it's a it's the jim davis factory you know it has been for a long time but like when it's just a single creator like think about you know trying to come up with a new joke every day i don't know and then draw it like sometimes (laughs) i was talking to johnny ryan about this who does uh angry youth comics and um oh yeah wow he was like yeah he was just he, he said that like you know, sometimes you're just driving and you have an idea and it's due that day, so you just gotta like get it down on paper. And it's like he's like, half the time it's not funny, but it's just like you, you met the deadline, you got the quota. <laughs> um, but then every yeah. once in a while, you have this flash of brilliance, you know, like the creative process. You, it's hard to replicate as a single person and be funny all the time. Yeah, and I mean to be fair, most newspaper comics are, are never funny. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty rare. <laughs> But That's uh, why when you look at Farsight and Kelvin and Hobbes, it's such an anomaly. Like you know, yeah. Uh, and I guess and I think peanuts. Got, I, they, I love peanuts, peanuts too. too. Yeah. But and and a lot of those they just decided not to overstay their welcome because you know it's diminishing returns at a certain point. And I, I will say also love Heathcliff. I have to say that because I also host yeah Heathcliff comic strip. <laughs> All right, let's move on to naming. I almost forgot we had to do this. Uh, Nick, can you like give this comic strip a, a name? Like, uh, just na- what? How would you title this comic uh, strip? I guess Uncle Roy gets killed. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, that's the end of the show. Uh, thank you so much <laughs> for doing this, Nick. Absolutely, this was fun. I, you know, I um, growing up, um, my mom used to listen to the radio in the mornings, getting ready and uh, for school. And they, uh, the mayor would come on in Madison, Wisconsin. The mayor would come on and read uh, a comic strip panel no. by panel every day, <laughs> and it was so funny to me. It'd be like he'd be doing what we do that we did, which is like describe the the action, you know, and um, and describe panel by panel, and then that was it. It was like a little ten minute segment every every morning on the uh, on the local radio show. The, and, the uh, mayor would do that. and uh i just think of how crazy that was but it was really funny and uh that's why i love the premise of this podcast so keep it up guys thanks we uh, will we might (laughs) we'll try to (laughs) yeah lance is pretty busy but uh we'll try to i get it yeah thank you thank you nick for doing this It it was a lot of fun and uh check out uh uh, the Found Footage Festival on tour. Is this, you're still doing Saturday morning cartoons? Still doing that. Yep. Uh, we took the summer off, but but coming back uh, in September. And yeah, we're hitting the road very soon. And uh, we'll be. And then you can get Chop and Steel if you want to learn more about the morning news hijinks uh, anywhere uh, streaming, basically. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for joining us. And uh, what, how do we end the show, Lance? I, I know my phrase, I don't remember yours. Oh, until next time, stay hungry? Yeah, see you in the funny papers. 
Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Hungry Cat Daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Send us your Garfield thoughts, drawings, and feedback to HungryCatDaily at gmail.com. And follow us on Instagram at HungryCatDaily or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash HungryCatDaily. And until next time, stay hungry.